Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. You know what I always say. That's when people say, what? Uh, what? <laughs> Don't maybe have to spoon feed you the whole, what, the whole show. Well, I didn't know if you were going or not. You know what I always say? What? Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, I, I want to bite every one of them. <laughs> she fucked no, wait. Up. Let me do it again. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates. Cut, cut. I want to take a bath with them. I want to Life is like a box of chocolates. It's all good except for the maple ones. Does that work? I love the maple ones. Really? Oh, yeah. No, they're awful. I enjoy those. You're weird. I don't like things with cherry. Those are, always, those are also awful. My dad loves chocolate-covered cherries. They're too sweet. We've I talked don't enjoy to, we've, them. We've had this conversation before, and I I'm don't not doing it again. Um, no, the maple ones are rank. I enjoy them. No. No. Not I'd... cheap chocolates. Nice chocolates. Y'all don't send me chocolates. Y'all, I don't this want them. Is, this is this weird bonus We're... episode yes. of Single Life. The couples tell more because evidently, uh, ev- evidently, they, I don't want to say evidently. Well, this is, this, can I just preface, uh, this is the feeling I got from this. Yeah. Picture it. No. You just, <laughs> you're laying in your bed. The sun is rising. One guy's showering. Two other guys are putting on their clothes. You've just been fucked to oblivion. Yeah. And you think you're done. And then you hear... And that one guy on Grindr who was on the group text finally shows up three hours late. Yeah. 
And you're like, is he hung? Ish. He's like a nice six inches, but it's thick. But that's fine. I I disagree. I don't think that's like this at all. I, because it, at least that was good. Well, no, I was about to say. You're and tired so of you it? tell yourself, I'm going to have sex more. But as he crawls on top of you, you go, I'm tired and I'm sore and I don't want this right now. But you're in it and you got to take that, it anyway because you said yes. That's fair. I like that's that. That's how I felt. I was, I was saying that that it was like. This season had already like pooped out all the turds possible. Oh wow! And That's then gross. and then they found <laughs> That's some grosser than me. They Keep found going. some turd shards <laughs> left over, <laughs> and so they they put them together like turd wow. clay, and they molded it into a final turd. Final turd that was molded from a lot of other turds. Yeah. and this is the Franken turd that we get. Um, Just let that be a lesson, y'all. <laughs> He can say whatever he wants, but Poodle's always going to be grosser than me. That's not true. <laughs> I have the ability, but I don't always say it. I, I, we, so we're back. There so and back is, again. The singles tell the more. The hobbits tell of Ed, who we're not going to talk about. No, we're not. We're going to talk Still. a little bit, y'all, but remember, I, we don't talk about him. I want it, to... It reminded me... How long has it been since we've discussed these people? Four or five months? Four or five months. I will say parts of this tell-all... I liked. Like 10% were more interesting to me than any other part of the other tell-alls. Agree. Because there was moments where they felt like they actually were having a real conversation. Like motherfucking Tania. Okay. I'm going to call her Tanya from now on you know because what? she is the fucking hero. I've decided after this too, forevermore, we will call her Tanya because- Queen Tanya, the Queen first Tanya, of her name. Because I realize now, Sinjin completely gaslit her and made her look 100%. crazy. I agree with you. And Tanya, we are sorry. The thing it's always going to be hard for her to get past is when she left him for like a month <laughs> of the 90 days. Forget about that. <laughs> Now, forget about that. Now, now, the the two things, I'm sorry. The two things she'll never get past are when she left him for a month and uh, she said he's not her soulmate. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Remember that moment? Now. I still think we need to call her Tanya, even though that I, makes I me want to call her Tania I, again. I agree. However, however, those two things pale to Pale. what he probably put her through. Pale. Yeah, I agree. I think, and what's interesting is, I'm sure the edit she got on her season was rough. Oh. Uh, I can I can only imagine. Because in Happily Ever After, she got a much better edit. She burned that that pink shirt. She did. And she, she started did. wearing her seatbelt. She did. Yeah. Uh, when she said she was wearing her seatbelt, she just put it under her tits. So we just didn't see it. Got it. Because she has ample bosoms. They are, they are so they cover large and in charge. Yes. 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 And you know, one of our sissies in our Facebook group interviewed for a job with her. Said, she, said was she was lovely. lovely. Absolutely lovely. Really lovely. Yeah. Um, so, Tania, could we see you? Tanya. I'm sorry. Yes. Tanya, we see you. We, we, feel apolog you. we apologize, maybe. I apologize for about 60% of what I said. I'll go with that. 
I'll say maybe 62%, not yeah. much more. But yes, we apologize. And I'd um, like to hang out with you. I think we'd have fun. Do I think that you're, unfortunately, her and her mom are still kind of boring on Pillow Talk. She really? did make it about her, the one the thing that I watched. Yeah. But uh, it's it's infinitely better than uh, than Kimbali, who I did watch a little bit People of. People love Kimbali and her oh, son. You're the only is, person I've said that didn't no, like the it. The son is great. He's providing like younger things. She is so awkward on television. Really? It is hard to You're watch. You're the only person I've heard say that. Literally, I've had like 10 sissies message me and say, they're so great. No, I don't like her. I believe you, but I'm just saying that I'm just surprised by I'm that. I'm an Ingram 4. I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle. Do you don't think that's not colored though by maybe that I how much her? you despise her on the Possibly. show? Okay. How hot is her son? Gorgeous. God. They also have a refrigerator in in like that's right there well, in see, their living room. It's maybe they're living a maybe it's a basement. And then no, we'll go back and upstairs. it's in the shot. It's really ugly. Okay. <laughs> I invite you to watch because she says things like Oh, it's like this is so this is so interesting. It's like it reminds me of how when I was young. I can't really talk about you because you're my son. And it's like it's so awkward. And it's she's trying to be funny and it falls flat. Really? Yeah, he's interesting. He actually keeps it going. Um, but God, he's hot. He's really hot. I just would. I just would. I'm not even in but I, into this but i just feel like with him i just let him just have some six pack of beer and smoke a doobie and i just suck a dick for an hour what do you mean you're not into that that's exactly, oh, wait, that's what, exactly you're what i'm into <laughs> that's exactly what i'm into and they're like looking at your phone their phones that's what you're into you know what he could look at my his phone i don't care you're uh yeah turn on timey you're <laughs> we got stuff to do you're okay with being ignored yes y'all <laughs> It, we're, we got some to do because we're doing a collab later. It's already aired because this episode dropped on Friday. But if you haven't listened to on our Patreon, we did a cl- cat collab with Kim and Kyle from Cray Cray about Plathville. I'm Yay. excited. We've never talked to them about a show that's not 90 Day. That's true. So I think I take credit for getting them into Plathville. Maybe did you? Uh, I don't I, think I, you have. I don't think you. I don't. Did we we, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, wouldn't stop fucking talking about it. Yes. Okay. Sure. Now, let, uh, any other announcements? Go to our, uh, our our website's working now. Thank you, Drew. Go to realitygaze.com or you can go to our live show link. tickets. Live show tickets. Our 10 millionth download shows in San Diego. We're talking about planning. We're talking about plans for that now. Although we still have to plan the first part of our tour. <laughs> Costumes have been ordered. Yes. Columbus. I'm so worried I'm not going to be able to fit into what we've bought for that show. No, that's Detroit. Um, well, Columbus, too. I always <laughs> worry about fitting into it. So, anyway. Not every show has costumes. Don't, don't wind every them up like this. Every show is going to have costumes That's not this true. Time. That's not Everyone. true. Well, I guess you better get to buying them. <laughs> what costume do you buy for Ohio? <laughs> Just like a... Meth head? <laughs> okay. Well, I see why people haven't come. <laughs> Why people aren't buying tickets? Danielle. Now that's a just a pair, I just a pair of kind of like old acid wash jeans and a and a Kato top. Yeah, she just posted a picture of her and Mohammed. They're friends now. She She's needs still to stay in love away with from him, him a little bit. You yeah, know she is. I know. She needs better friends than those three witches. 
I don't. But although I don't know anyone who would be I friends think with her, she could get. <laughs> I really think Laura Alexa Michelle. That's said in one word. Yeah, Laura Alexa Michelle. Said in one word. Laura Michelle. I think that's it for now. Anything else? No. Um. No. Oh wait. Yes, y'all. Love in Paradise. It drops tomorrow on Saturday night. Uh, right, because this is Friday. Friday. <laughs> Love in Paradise is coming out. The God, first two episodes are going to be on our free feed. And then if you like it, jump on the $5 tier. You will like it. It is so good. Uh, it is, it's going to be the same thing we did for The Single Life. It's going to go on our Patreon and Supercast. And then when it airs on TLC, it'll go out for everybody. Watch, watch me say it's so good in this season be garbage. Oh, I... I'm sorry, when you have a lesbian couple introducing a man, yep. or a queer women couple, I, and then two gay men, this is going to be fire. I know what I need to talk about, and, I, and I, this, it's been playing over and over again in my mind since I watched it last night. What? The new season of Seeking Sister Wife is out. People are talking about it. It is bedlam. <laughs> People are. It's all over I, our Facebook group. I, I can't even tell you what the, the nuttiness, Cause the crazy, and also the delusion uh, of, they're all, uh, mostly the men. Um, <laughs> you got really I, sucked into that show. <laughs> I, I will, y'all, we probably, I'm going to offer it as a vicarious option for this month, for sure. Um, and, but... I don't know if we'll have time to do it. We are we're already doing Love in Paradise, and so that's kind of our five dollar Patreon. Um, no, we, we're not going to do. Yeah, I don't want to do that just, whole show. It's too creepy for me. Oh, it's so good. You can. I don't want to watch it and talk about it. It's still it's too much. So blame her, y'all. Sorry. Come at her. Come at me. Um, Maybe you could do a collab. Maybe you could do it yourself with uh, um, Surviving Sister Wives. Yeah, yeah. They're fun. I Maybe love that. That was good. good. Uh, that means it's not. I was trying to suggest a play, an avenue for you to speak to it. But I'll do it by Curious for sure. There's a lot of shit, though, coming out this summer. Yeah, June is, is We're pretty getting full. It. It's a joyous time to I, like trash TV. I, I, I just will say, if you're like, polygamy skeeves me out. You know what it does for me, too, but I'm completely fascinated with polygamy. You are. And how polygamy works and people who choose polygamy... <laughs> Um, this season, we don't have the really problematic Snowdens who left. Oh. Uh, they're gone, Dimitri and Ashley, uh, for 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 obvious reasons. Oh, if you horrible. know that, but um, there, I think there were there were uh, there were like a lot of allegations levied. I think Ashley oh. is not with Dimitri any, oh, uh, anymore. Okay. All right, um, you can all Google it. I don't even want to talk about it now. Uh, and sadly, the the guy who has the voice like this, who I kind of liked, <laughs> is not on the, anymore. Okay. And the scary um, uh, uh, couple, the the throuple last time with the 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 black band and the and the woman and the the black triple tri- tri- throuple. Uh, he was a little bit was always oh, saying yeah. things like "I'm your, I'm the king." Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there was a weird energy from him the whole gone? way through. They're not there either. Oh, okay. Sidian and his wife Tasha are back. I never liked them, but I have a feeling that you're talking about these gross people are gone. I don't think they're going to be replaced with wonderful people. No, every <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole new truckload of trash. 
<laughs> I think that's point out the show. There is a guy who says, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a thinker. I like to stay at home and read about par- particle physics while the women go out. He's like, because you know, the, the chessboard, the king kind of stays there and the women go out and do things. Oh, wow. And I'm, I'm more of a thinker. And then I explain it to them later so that their lady brains can take it in. Oh, it wow. is. And they're courting a new wife, and I posted it in the Sissy Squad, uh, the, of Danielle, which is very... Oh, you, I'll talk about Danielle and, uh, and Garrett in just a second, the Merrifields. Holy fuck. Uh, I, I, can't, I, was, I could barely sleep last night after I watched this episode. You love this show. I love it. It's awful. <laughs> so, uh, like, y'all, if I ever... If I could do all the trash I want, th- this is this is this is trash of the highest order, mm-hmm. and it's not hate wash trash. This is car wreck trash. Okay, slow car wreck, messy people trash. And is there anything we've covered that you feel like any French cringe tier it's shows? That, very that similar, similar to it's very similar to me to me you and my ex. Okay. But less of the sinking feeling. <laughs> okay. That I know happens. that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> less And similar to Extreme Sisters, but the constant nausea what isn't there for me. Okay. Okay. But I will say these, the people who, there was a woman named Danielle who came on the screen in what a sissy said. I think she stole Kelly Bundy's wardrobe. Oh, wow. <laughs> And it says 22 on the screen, and that is it oh, saw, by 10 years. Wait, I saw that picture on the Facebook group? Yes. Of the woman in the red? That is her. She's 22? She is, I quote, thought she was 22. I thought she was 42 years of age <laughs> and trying to dress like a 22-year-old. And the date was the- worst was at a casino in outside of Vegas. <laughs> Not it in Vegas. It is so good. It is so the whole date. I had I just scream laugh the entire time. It is messy I'm happy as for shit. You. Um, I can cry now thinking about how 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 happy it makes me feel. Oh, so not don't don't no, call me. No, that's good. Um, so why can't I be but, happy for your but happiness? The, but the Maryfields, y'all, with uh, Garrett and uh, and uh, fuck Danielle. They y'all Danielle got has got found some first wife energy because she is knocking them down like Jean Triplehorn. She is she is and because they're trying that Bert is still in Brazil. Um, because after you never really saw they but Bert, did you see an episode with Bert? With welcome to our recap of Sister Wives (laughs) here on Reality Games. Um, but I never I'm saw sorry. That, no. This is this is on my mind. This send is, poodle. This is, send the messages to Jake it or fake it. This is on my heart right now. So I need, to, I need to talk about something that's on my oh, heart. Is that Mama's too? <laughs> Mama's I miss too. them. <laughs> Don't distract me. So the Merrifields, they found Bert and uh, they met her in Mexico. And then oh, he, a woman named Bert. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. He fucked Bert in the bed while Danielle was there. In the bed as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. And now, so Bert has, Bert's been having, they've been kind of, she's been a little cagey with them. They're finding another wife, a very, very tall black woman. And, and Does Bert have short hair? No. She's, oh, she's, okay. she's Brazilian. She does have adult braces though. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I wish I was making any of this up, but I'm not. If you don't watch the show, you're missing out. 
There are also lots of other podcasts who cover it, most on their Patreon, but it is totally worth it. Jump oh. in for the crazy. Uh, I'm a big evangelist of this show. Surviving so, Sister Wives is great, y'all, if you want a podcast for that. Yes. We love them. Yes. Uh, there's a couple other. I think Mary Payne and Aaron do it on their Patreon. Oh, they as do? Well. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they did it yep. for Pink Shade. Yep. I think Kyle and Kim have done some of it. They do? Yeah. I'm telling you, everyone everyone likes this show but you. <laughs> it's not that I don't like. It's just, it creeps you it's out. It's too, I just feel, afterwards, it's just like, it's like, watching like footage of the Oklahoma City bombing on loop. I just feel terrible about humanity after it's I watched it. It's interesting because I beg not to do extreme sisters for the same reason. <laughs> but you made me. I, well, it's cringed here. Th- so is this. But aren't these more episodes though too? They're mm-hmm. like a bigger commitment. Not really. Oh well. They're 10 episodes. Okay. We'll see. So but anyway, so there's a new sister wife, and they're they're kind of talking, and, and, and they're like, let's go call Bert when we have the new sister wife here, Leah, or the potential sister wife. And Daniel's like, this is our new sister wife, Bert. It is amazing. She's just shoving it down her throat. It is, uh, I, I'm, I'm here for Danielle's revenge season. That's what I'm here for. <sighs> anyway, I'm talking with such glee. Let's talk about this show. Sinjin. Anything to not have to talk about these people again. But here we are. You know, uh, I, I agree. I I felt like this was, I felt like even, even the production of this was a little sad. Like, here's what we got. You yeah, know. I just was, why would they wait so long? But like I said, some parts of it were good. And I think the, the most aired weird, on TLC. Yeah, the most riveting parts for me actually were the Tania and Sinjin yep. segments. Tanya. Uh, sorry, yes, it's just habit. It's be hard. Tanya, 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 Tanya. Um, it could begin because no one spells Tanya like that. It, it is, sure. uh, we've been told in, it is a, uh, in some uh, Latin American countries and some Spanish pronunciations, it is That's Tanya. That's how you spell, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I stand erected. Corrected. And, and if it was, was the, if it's our pronunciation, it would be a little accent above the I. Oh, for Tania. Tania. Yeah. Okay. Tanya. Tanya. Danya. Okay, so we watched this fight again of their last night together. That was horrible, where if you don't remember, Sinjin kind of, he kind of emotionally vomits all of this yeah. anger at her. And we were like, whoa. He does apologize to her and say that that was embarrassing to him. Um, and <laughs> kind then, of. It's kind of an apology. He apologizes to everybody saying, I was embarrassed. He's kind of talking about his feelings. And he said, but he said, you know, he did say I was embarrassed, but he said, I apologize for that. Then this is kind of what was good is that Sean Robinson finally asked. God. This is like the producers were off in her ear and they let her speak and on they her let own. her finally or, or say something. Because she yeah. said a question that I wish she would ask every tell all. When we ask, when we interview people, she said, what do you think happened that the viewers didn't see? And I went, what? And that's where T- Tanya yeah. said, before he came here, he promised he would do all these things. Like he promised he would go to therapy. And yep. I'm, she said, people see me reacting. I'm not crazy. It's that... I was told one thing, and I'm upset because I'm not getting what I was promised. And I went... He gaslit her. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No wonder she was pissed off all the time. No, because I bet they talked about this therapy. 
But how many more things do you think Sinjin just said, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do. Yeah. No, that it's Scottish Sinjin, yes. Uh, yes, I'm mean, Sinjin. And, and of course, Ed has to chime in and said, that's what I found in therapy. And Debbie's like, shit the fuck up, Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah mom. And because Sinjin just says, I, he says, I thought therapy was absolute bullshit. And then we find out that he said, so I didn't want to do it. He said, but we did couples therapy. And Sinjin says, couples therapy was bullshit. And Tom just says, um, you said it was bullshit because the therapist said what we said of, holy shit, y'all have a lot to work through. Yeah, take This you. is going to be a lot of work. And when someone asks, so how long do you think it'll be till we're done? And it's like when people ask me that with, vo- with voice lessons, it's like, I can't give you a length of time. It was always the craziest fucking people yeah. that would come to me and say, hey, when will I be go done? through this. And they're like, you know, they're telling me, so, you know, I'm a 48-year-old man, but I've been fucking my mother for two years. <laughs> when are we going to be done with this? Like six weeks? How, how long will this take to get the motherfucker and, out of and me? And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. How long will this take? And... <laughs> Those are always, <laughs> always the worst ones. <laughs> How long till I stop wanting to bang my mom? That's a good, jo- that's a good joke. Uh, thank you. Uh, and Tony even says he has a lot of childhood trauma that he projects into his relationships. And Ooh, that's that what was that's a truth. That's a truth bomb. We find out about him and later on with Natalie. We find out, y'all, why they are, are a big a big kind of like big bricks in the foundation of who they are. Yeah. It so was this kind the, of riveting show, for real. The show should have been called Daddy Issues question mark. Yeah. This version. Yeah. So uh and cuz Sinjin says, "Well, I don't believe I have to be in a situation that I don't want if I don't want to be there, I don't have to be in that situation." And I wrote and there we are. And there is the reason avoidance, why you're avoidance, still avoidance. a fucking adult. Yeah. And you're never going to have commitment to anyone. He's just banging his way across the Southwest, y'all. Yeah. Because, getting VD with every oh, yes, truck stop. With his stank-ass feet. <laughs> and Tanya even says, "I'm getting, it's getting into my mouth now. Tanya even says, he sabotages every relationship. And she said, it kills me because he's such a good person. She said, but you act like you have freedom and you act so nonchalant yeah. about everything. And she that read is him your for avoid. fucking filth. Read him for fucking filth. Um, that's all I have about them. I would hang out with Tanya. I what would. is wrong with me? I would. Remember how terrible, though, she was when she got drunk in wherever she was? Was she in Panama? Where was she? Panama. Um, uh, where was Costa Rica? she? Costa Rica. I can't remember. Remember how she was so terrible when she was drunk? Yeah, yeah. That first season was rough on you her. You and I wish goodbye her. You'd hang out with her, yeah, and then you would leave, and I would have to stay with her and comfort yeah, that'd her. Be, that would be you. That's exactly what would happen. <laughs> so let's talk about Todd and Margot, uh, Jesse and Jennifer. <laughs> Margot, this was kind of great though too, to see Jennifer. Again, they kind of, I feel like in this tell-all, except for Ed, but they actually, the shit that we felt like was never addressed, they called out. They did, and I'm not certain why in a two-part tell-all, why we had so much crap that didn't matter 
and them fighting with one another when the tell-all, this little bit of 42 minutes told us more. I agree with that. Whether we wanted to know it or not. It so, is, it's like they want to air just the fighting and yelling at yeah. each other. Yeah. I, I will say, you're not going to like this, but this tell-all did remind me... <sighs> I do love the single life. It's one I I, I love this iteration of this I, show. I think it's I think season one was really good. I think season two was not. I, I disagree with I think season two was great except for Stephanie. And we didn't watch Ed. But Natalie was but Jennifer and Jesse? Oh, oh I think there were lots of people. The only one I cared about was Debbie at the end. Oh, Debbie, but Natalie was still... Well, like, that was messy. It was just... But she was so, so messy. And Tanya and Sinjin, when he left in the morning and they broke up... But like, it that was, was the only compelling thing. Then it was... After a, he left Tanya, right. it was totally... But yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if you can say it was better, uh, a better season. I just... I, I found it... Uh, it's just kind of like non-interesting trash. Okay. So, yes. So, we're talking with, what did you call them? Todd and Margot. Todd and Margot. Um, they go into the fight, the slap, where basically she's asking Jesse about his Instagram, and he says, well, you've gotten paid to do posts with other people. Did, you, did they pay you to go out on a date with them? That was a comment. And you guys, this is like someone, this is like just cognitive dissonance they will not admit when something is right there and they just stare at the camera this is someone who is a sociopath and a narcissist right. will do it and was they called him on that it was amazing to watch sean say can we roll that clip back finally, gary finally can someone, we roll that clip back is this the applause button yes finally someone actually said gary can you roll that clip back and y'all, they did it. we see it. And they weren't even phased. However, everyone on the stage was like, they just got called out finally. Finally. Tim, Veronica and Tim were dying. They were dying. And Tim, Tanya even said, this is what gaslighting right. is. You're apologizing now. And you see even Jennifer's like, I don't understand. And uh, she's making that kind of stank like if she just farted <laughs> she, she loves like that face a, yeah like she's like mm, uh, mm. and I, after a while tanya just kind of tanya kind of gave up talking she's like she realized jennifer doesn't even give a shit about about, no. about what she how she is and how she appears because uh because tanya says you didn't misunderstand you did not he misunderstand. said that he called her a and call Tim, girl Veronica, yeah he called her a call girl and veronica says or Tim says, look, I don't like Jesse. And Jesse's like, you should, you, you're an illusion. You should fuck, shut the fuck up. It is an illusion that you would talk to me that and way. And Jesse's like, and Tim, Chester Cheetah comes back. And what does he say, <laughs> You know, uh, I, you know, there's no need for violence. There'll no need. need. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it when Tim said, and uh, you should shut the fuck up because I'm about to you give you a compliment. You should shut the fuck up because I'm going to give you a compliment, compliment boy. I never do. I loved him. Me too. And I that, loved him around. Even that awful silver suit he was, was wearing. It was not a good suit, but I loved it. That's his way. 
That's his way. Did you notice that Jesse basically said, no, I said something that, um, that, that I meant the words that I said, but you think that I meant something different than the words that I said. And the words that I said meant something different to you. So that's how I was. I was still I still didn't say anything wrong. Exactly. And then Sean said, wait a minute. So you don't think just to clarify. Yeah, again, this is Sean actually finally holding them to the fire. I've never seen her it's do the this best before. Sean Robinson we've had. And yeah. she said, so you don't think she gets paid to go on dates? And then we see. Of course not. No, no, no. Before that, we see Jennifer go fart face. Yeah. Oh, my God. I cannot believe, Sean, How you rude. even asked the How question. Rude. That is so rude. And then Sean says, well, I'm the host of this show, so I'm going <laughs> to ask it again, yes! bitch. She, br- she she had to bring – it's so quiet. No one will ever hear what? it. No one can ever hear? She, she had to bring out the host card twice. Tw- oh, she brings out later. We'll talk about that. Uh, but oh. So – she does say, it's Sean great. says, I ask the questions because I'm the host of the show. And louder for the back. And I wrote down as she sips her four hour old latte that had like a little bit of spittle With in the bottom fucking of Fucking metal straw, <laughs> which are fine. Metal straws are good. I don't ever want to see them again. Never. That, those two. Never. I. Never. If, if they're on ever on anything before, do we have to cover them? They haven't done anything, but I think we might have yeah, to. Yeah, we have to. God, I hate them so of. much. It's, it's our job. It's our job to cover them because so that way other people don't have to watch it. True. Unless it's just, they're sick. It's the way I feel about Angela. Until Angela actually does something that's so like egregious or involves the law. Yeah. It's why, like with Ed, we're not covering him. You know, because we've got so horrible. Yeah. Um, Do you want to take a break and then talk about Mother Debbie? Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Pee-wee, we're here to talk about the dry spell. <laughs> 15 years. Except the home remedy that I had. A little, a little, home remedy? You know what I'm talking about? A home remedy? Don't get involved when I've got my home remedy, oh, Pee-wee. Mom, you know when you turn that thing on, it makes me go crazy! Jane, stop this crazy thing! <laughs> That was the vibrator <laughs> chandelier screen. Yes. So kind of hurt my head. Uh, so we we're talking about her date with Jay, who was a I said a mole person, uh, and she's like he was just nothing but a rat bastard, a rat bastard. Uh, and and she basically says, "I'm old. I'm too tired to play these games." If y'all remember, they went on one day, right? right. Yeah, they went on one day. He goes to her. Good. I thought it was they had a good first date. I thought. That was another, another person. person. So yeah. he goes, so this was, they show up for the date and he leaves like five minutes. Yeah. And, he's and like, they Google him. Yes. And he's married and, and she's older basically, than what he said. Yes. And she, he deletes his dating app profile and they call the, y'all. They're like, let's just call him. Let's just call. They him. leave a voicemail and it's this. Hey, gay, this is Debbie. You know, you're on TV. Why are you not about to wait? You can just give me a call. And I got my friend Pee Wee here. And he's going to say, Yeah, you lied to my mom again. I'm going to give you a new neck, Jay. You know what, Jay? Mom, let's let, make a mincemeat. I'm going to let this here mold of mine kill you if he wants to. Because he been, he's been deserving blood for quite a while now. Don't fuck with me. I get in places you never know about. <laughs> mm. You ain't seen what a mold can do. <laughs> so tell your wife I said hi. Peace. Yeah, I'll kill her too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's <laughs> basically the content basically, of the that message. Basically, was it, they gave him a call and he didn't answer. Jimmy. Uh, so, then we move on to oh. Natalie and Josh. Josh is so hot. Sissies. Maybe you sent it before and I don't remember. I need it's to see big his big old dick. Big dick. He's a model or a modeling agent. Y'all, He's I, modeled before. I need to see his Instagram. Yeah, I want to see Because he was too. wearing a long sleeve shirt and we could just see his tattoos under the shirt. <sighs> Y'all, Josh, it, it is a beautiful, 
beautiful penis. It is. It is. So. Ooh. Ooh. Natalie always. Natalie doesn't know. Natalie, the best thing, of what makes Natalie such a good reality, quote, star, unquote, is that she is completely oblivious, oblivious. to how she appears. <laughs> it's, and and it's and a the perfect that combination. She says gives her away. Well, it's a combination that she's oblivious to how she appears, and she can't help herself to be authentically raw. Absolutely it's right. It's the perfect combination of a reality star. It's why you can first of all, no one loves her. It's very easy to hate her, but at the same time, there's something that you kind of identify with. And you can go, you're crazier than a shithouse rat, She's, but I can't stop watching yeah, you. Yeah, she is, she is, Natalie is our inside voice personified. Yeah. yeah. So Natalie's like, oh, now I see you dressed up. You know, before you were just a simple guy. I'm, I'm impressed. So now that he looks like he has money, she's yep. all about him. <laughs> she's all into it. But they bring up, you know, he has two different kids with two different women. This sounds so prudish. It does, but we we find out why. We find out Natalie says my father left my mother and had another family with another woman and we never saw him again. Right. So And I went, and now it makes sense. Why was that never brought up? Why thank you. That Na- is storytelling one oh one. That is literally the basis of everything, of every crack in Natalie that has of all of her decisions. All of her decisions. Yeah, she was looking for a father, and uh, and Sinjin's like, "Yeah, my father left too." And Stephanie's like, "Wait, so did my father?" So did my and father. Like, everyone, everyone is like, and Debbie's like, "Come think of it, I never had a father. <laughs> I just appeared here one day." Mom, <laughs> I just realized what happened to Dad. <laughs> what happened to Daddy Mole, Mom? I cut your Daddy Mole off my what? face when I was really much younger. I need to go fuck someone anonymously. <laughs> it really was everybody. Everyone had father issues. Everyone was looking for their father I mean, in their makes, relationship. It even makes sense from where Natalie, I'm not saying this is an excuse for bad behavior. No. But if you look at it, when Natalie freaked out when, remember when Mike believed in aliens and she wanted him to go to church so bad when they were back in Ukraine? Yeah. That makes sense now why she wanted him to be connected to Faith because I bet you her dad wasn't his either. Right. Uh, it's interesting where she was like, uh, Josh basically says, yeah, we had a couple of dates because, you know, this was filmed way, way back before the season was even yeah. uh, w- w- this, this, the, during when the season was airing. Yeah. So I'd, I'd, I have a feeling they're probably not together now because he realized that Natalie was cuckoo crazy cuckoo, yeah. for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. And he said. Can you imagine Natalie as a stepmother to kids? No. Absolutely not. She would not treat anyone's children who weren't hers well. Nope. And Josh basically says, yeah, her still being married has put on the brakes a little bit. Uh, Good call. Use that, Josh. Yeah. And she's like, he looks great. More than Jesse. <laughs> better than Jesse. <laughs> Again, that is the inside voice. Yeah, but- and, and so they, Sean asked Natalie, would you have a child by yourself? She said, I would. I, I would. love hearing that. I did too. She's like, I, and she said, my, I didn't have a father, so she said my my model was having a single mom, and that's where Stephanie's talked about her father left her, and that's and but 
Sinjin not only says my dad, but he says my real father. It was really kind of. He said, I didn't have a hero. Harrowing to hear. Yeah, my real father abandoned me when I was three years old. I don't have a hero. He said, I grew up without having someone to look up to and have someone to to kind of root for in my life. Talk and you go, about brokenness. Wow. Now I get you. Yeah. And the thing Maybe is. Maybe this was better than I thought no, it was. No, like, that's what was riveting to me about this tell-all is because. Y'all, that's I hate when I everything went, initially. <laughs> now, because Tanya knew this. Because Tanya yeah. loves deep conversations or whatever she thinks it is. So she and got then. this out of him. And she knew this from the get-go. Um, and then Natalie said, I don't know. Maybe I'm not ready. Yeah, and and, and cut to producer Natalie. You ready to sing a like Oh, yes, I need father for child. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I want to have child now. I want to have child now. Did you notice when Tanya said, "So maybe you're not ready to date"? To Natalie, and that's when yeah. And I was like, "Look at you doling it out now." Tanya's has an advice podcast I, where she talks about I would, relationships. I would guest on her advice podcast. I wouldn't listen though. You wouldn't. I'd, I'd be a guest. And I would publicly apologize to her on her podcast. I think I would apologize, too. And say, too. I am sorry. Y'all, you know, if you're friends with Tanya, tell her. We will. I don't think she knows who we are. No idea. Uh, Hopefully. You know what? If she doesn't know who we are and never listened, that's all better. better. That's better. Especially her first season. That's better. When I that's think better. I said I'd never hated someone more. You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. Boy, that first season was rough. Oh, it was. Boy. Oh, wow. Remember when he got his finger tattooed at that wedding? God, that wedding, I'd that. rather not talk about it because it makes me angry. <laughs> the wedding that had no color scheme that to speak of. No. And they just did stuff that morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just made their wedding party do shit. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, you're going to start calling can her to we, me again. Can we get into Stephanie and Fred? I, yes, but I just want to say, I don't. there's a difference of not talking about someone's body, and I don't want to do that. But I will say, I was anxious the whole time just thinking her tip was going to pop out. Her areola was going to wave. Because the dress was just so low, and I just... And the thing is, I was... I was like, no one in wardrobe helped you put some tape on it. It just was, that, it, yeah. There was one boob that was just trying to get away the whole yes. time. They, they switched off. <laughs> yes, yes. Depending so, on which way she turned. It's not that I'm talking about the way her breasts look. I'm just talking about they were like. Well, there was no bra. Just not covered up. There was no practically. bra. It was just, I was like, ah. And the dress is not, ma- the I dress felt like is not Mohammed a dress. on a date with right. Eve's friends. Morbid. <laughs> But the dress wasn't a dress that you wear with boobs her size. No, it was not a good right. dress. Not a good dress. Because it was kind of like yeah, It's less about her body. Yeah. It's actually about the clothes she's wearing. And that I feel comfortable commenting on. They were, it was not a nice dress. Uh, Looked like a nighty. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we see Fred, who's... Y'all, I want Fred... Fred should have been in that show a lot more, because he was funny. <sighs> I still say on the show he on the show this version he looked kind of scuzzy. He was funny, but what's the real reason why you want him on more? I kind of want to bang him. I know you do. 
I like I liked the Fred I saw in the season better. This Fred looked like he'd smelled a little bit more. Poodle in his late twenties would have been. Oh my god, I would have all, all over Fred. He's in a band where Doc Martens. Y'all know you would have too in high school. You would have done it. Y'all, he doesn't have a big dick. No, but he's so fucking kind of douchey charming. Yeah, because he doesn't really care about what people think about him. No, he doesn't, and that is so attractive to me. He he was entertaining. Him wanting to, I think he actually probably would at least. But maybe you are try to, so young, dude. I bet he'd try to bang Mother Debbie just to do it. He did that. I think he would. So, mom, he looks good to me. I like the beard. <laughs> so then she says, "Tickles me." This just tells me when, and I know it. It is. It's uncomfortable when I say this, but. I feel like she's never talked about it, but Stephanie definitely had some type of sexual trauma. I we we've I, talked, yeah, we about talked about it about that for sure. And like she said, you know, I was very young, and I told everyone I didn't want to kiss, but I was. The, I told everyone I was the blowjob queen, and I'd never done one before. Well, it's just they're the overly overly sexual overtly sexualization of herself. Yeah. So we learned it's not even after, but even before she had experience, she was yes. lying about it, saying, and so yeah, it really just all all arrows point to sexual trauma, and just just like ugh, that's why. Why one of the is watching her is talk about things that is are funny to her is like watching a really scary car crash. Yeah, for me. Uh, yeah. So she was talking about she didn't want to lose her celibacy that to him because we're like friends. And uh, anyway, it it was it, it was a kind of a weird moment. But all I can think of is Stephanie. Unfortunately, she has, she's I'm sure she's been to therapy, but. They've never really gotten to the root of why she is the way she is. I could, I could see uh, Stephanie would have to have a very um, aggressive therapist. <laughs> no, actually, I was going to say confrontational therapist. Yeah. yeah. And someone who has experience. Because I feel like when I was younger as a trainee, she's so smart. She's exactly. very smart. She's very articulate. She'll fool you. And she's a bullshitter. So it's not even fooling you. She will talk around problems so easily and, yeah. and distract you more. And she's perceptive about everyone's situation but hers. But her own. And that's the person who is the hardest to help, and it's the person who's the hardest to get through to. Yeah. Like I think I, I mentioned where I would like to sit across from her in a, in a single lighted room and say, stop the bullshit. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Stop it. And maybe within... 36 straight hours of that, she'd finally... <laughs> 48. <laughs> but it's that kind get, of... She'd get hot and then she would have to take breaks to jar her boob sweat. <laughs> but that's the kind of thing... she's doing that now, y'all. Yes, yeah, bur- boob sweat, right. She's, cause, her sweat. Because she ate too many beans from selling her farts and was getting gastrointestinal issues, so now she's just doing boob sweat. Yeah, there's something about her, and, it, and it, you know what it is? It is the claim that she's authentic when she could not be more phony. Yeah. At the very root of who the she is. She has no idea who she is. Yeah. And no idea. Ooh, I, I I tell you what, that that it rubs me. It, it is it's like my own like it's like the worst smell possible for me. Doesn't Trey it makes me very sad for her. Yeah. Oh, she but, bothers the fuck out of me. And then Y'all, that's basically, we're going to talk a little bit. They're going to go into Liz and Big Ed. We're not going to talk about them. But I will say, 
Why did Sean Robinson <laughs> just start asking everybody about threesomes? It was okay. kind of like she said, well, what else do I want to, you know what? Who's had a threesome? What was this? Is this, was there, was there, a, I have to ask this. Was there a plan to do TLC After Dark? I don't know. Where well, they, they would did just. Well, they did 90 Day Bears All, which we've never, we've only watched snippets. I think that still airs. But we don't watch that they series. don't curse. Uh, or maybe they do, but they can't air it. I think they do in Bears All. They can't air it on TLC. No, 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 no. But this felt like this was kind of something quasi-sexual. Yeah, it made no sense. And then they were like, say, so what kind of threesomes was it? Two women? Two guys? And Sinja's like, no, no don't two want to, girls. Don't I'm very nervous. Balls. Like someone could touch. Yeah. It just, it made no sense. Uh, and then Vanessa's like, yeah, I've had it all. She's like, had the, uh, <laughs> it's, Jennifer and Jesse, of course, have. Yeah. And I just, I kept writing, why are we doing this? And why also, are we doing yeah, this? Yeah, that's what I wrote. And uh, who ca- I wrote, who cares? I think the only thing that we need to talk about, and what a wonderful way to end on, is that so Lizanette, their section, y'all, full on starts. And like Sean says, so yeah. let's talk about Lizanette. I just, before you say that, I want to remind everyone that Liz was wearing the worst possible dress of the entire. And we did not like Stephanie's dress. Liz's True. was even no, worse. No, Liz was, Liz's dress was one of the worst things I've some, seen someone wear on television. Yeah. It didn't work with her coloring. Her makeup was bad. Her hair was bad. She looked bad. That strange, like, postural kind of hunch that she does. Well, because she, like, she kind of lays on Ed like a tick. And now Liz has become her own uh, separate kind of terrible besides Ed. Really? Because Apart from him. Remember, we felt so... Um, we were, we were so saying run, Liz. Her. Yeah. Run. Now we're like, oh, you belong together. I yeah, get it. You're both, you're both just not, uh, not ethical people. Yeah. And by the way, y'all, if you're in San Diego for a 10 million anniversary, <laughs> apparently we're three blocks from where she works. That's true. So come see us. But she's still a, a waitress? Probably not. Probably I'm not. assuming not. Assuming I don't not. know. But y'all, she came out and she basically says, I'm going to let you finish, but. No, she said, I'm going to stop you right now. I'm going to stop you. She said to Sean Robinson. Yeah, she said, <laughs> oh, but, but I think it's even more dismissive. It is. She said to Sean Robinson, so I'm going to stop you right there. And she said, I the w- audacity of this bitch. The aud- and she said, I'm going to have no part of seeing Ed on a date with someone else. That She's like, I don't get into that negative, negative space. And I went, wait, so you're all about airing all your negative shit about Ed on social yeah. media and, and calling him out. Right. And then she says, why do you want to show? She's like, Sean, why do you want to show this to me? And Sean's like, well, as soon as you get your own show, you can do anything you want. Boom. <laughs> Red for film. Red for film. She metaphorically slapped her in the face. She took off her glove and slapped, slapped her. her with it. And it was I challenge you great. to a duel. And then the rest of it, they bring on Kaori, who's just kind of like, someone give me my check. <laughs> She's there. She's just there. I love that. All you need to know is is that Ed keeps thinking that Kaori was so in love and enamored with him, and the whole time you can tell Kaori's like, "Yeah, I wasn't into him." And at the same time, so obvious. Ed kept saying that, you know, the only void I could not fill was Liz, and so 
it, we, we are left with two things to believe. It's revisionist history. It is. It's what it is. Right? It is not what we saw on, on the show. Although so, we even fast forward his segment. He's full of shit. Full of shit. But you, all, you guys already know that. But so is Liz. You know who's not full of shit? Kaori. Kaori. Because Kaori, we did not watch these segments, but I watched a couple of things where, we didn't talk about them, but Kaori said one time to him, and they showed a, they showed a clip, just, he was, she's like, can you be quiet and just be here for a second? And Ed was so confused. So. And that is the one thing he cannot do. No. He is incapable of that. Yeah, incapable. Sean, of listening. Yeah, yeah, he's incapable. So it really is that Ed and Liz have now doubled down in this codependent Blech. and a, and the right word to use for this toxic relationship. I believe that they tell each other all the time, it's just you and me against the world. 100%. Right? And they actually believe that. And these are the type of people that raise children that drive you fucking crazy at your PTA meetings that your kids have to deal with. Just crazy, I hope self-indulgent, narcissistic children. They'd I, be horrible parents. I hope, I hope she, she already has a kid. And, and let's hope they don't have any. And Ed has his dog. Oh, wait, didn't the dog no, die? No, the dog died. Well, he can get another Ed dog. Ed has children. Ed has the daughter. Oh, yeah, he has his daughter that doesn't speak to him. Forgot yeah. about that. And yeah. his mom. Speaking of daughters that don't speak to them and or wish they didn't speak to them, we're talking about David and Annie on our oh, uh, on our season boy. five. Boy, yeah, y'all. We're gonna be like we just, we just did the watch along a couple weeks early, but we we met we met Ashley, but we 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 watched that scene where Ashley and and the brother her brother the brother and she had throws dinner. water in <sighs> David's face. It is. Oh. Very much giving me uh, Angelina from Jer- Jersey Shore vibes. Oh God, with y'all. the makeup. And if you're not in our class list, class list, the five dollars oh tier. God. We just saw the Al episode with Molly and Louise. Yeah. First of all, I just want to say, I thought it was a real owl. <laughs> People mentioned you, it. I you thought, thought she had it was an, an actual pet owl. I thought she had an owl in a cage that we hadn't seen yet. Yeah. And he was free, but it was even crazier. We were. I couldn't. I could not speak for four minutes. Christina had to put something on the screen that says, "Okay, this is for you queens to breathe." And she was right. We needed that time. I gasped. I have to say, if it's not even about our Patreon, although I would love for you to subscribe and listen, but if you have not watched season five of Ninety Day Fiance, oh god, go! It's the best one so far. If you're like, what should I binge? That's what you should fucking binge That's on Discovery Plus and fucking watch that show. And then you can listen to us, but it is so... And even, I will say, <sighs> don't just watch us in the watch-along. Like, watch the season. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, and you, get, you get treated to my favorite couple, David and Evelyn. Oh. <laughs> I know. It's just, you could not have scripted a better two people yeah. that hate each other more. Uh, and that that are both just completely inseparable for different reasons. And then next, and yeah, and then we're doing. We thought we were doing ninety, but we're doing happily ever after. Happily next. ever after season three is the next on our. Who's our in classes. that? That is, I think that's Nickel. We get we, we get, get more Nickel. Do we get? We get Pedro and Chantal. We, we get Andre get and Lib. A, we get uh, Russ and Powell. That's our last season, and I, I believe. think this is the first Andre and Lib. It is on the first ever time after. Andre and Libby. So, all right then. All right, y'all. I th- believe Lauren and Alexi we get as well. Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right, everybody. So that's the dealio. So this is officially the end of season two of the single life. It we don't know when be. season three is going to drop. What is the next streaming thing to drop? They're doing 90 Day Diaries now. We're doing Love in Paradise. Probably, I bet you they'll do another single life after Love in Paradise. I think it would be time then, right? Oh. That'll be in the fall. Yeah, but I don't think Love in Paradise will last that long. But they take breaks between these. Like, yeah. Or maybe they'll probably do Bears All, I bet. Bear Souls usually runs concurrently. Yeah. Do you never know with what's streaming? With but Discovery Discovery Plus hasn't really set its schedule. No. We, they do whatever aware. the fuck they, they do want. Whatever the fuck, and we're just following along. But I will say the next uh the next uh franchise of of 90 Day, the one that's going to be airing is going to be Happily Ever After season yeah, it will be 7. 7. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea who's on that. We have no idea. Um I'm I'm excited and scared. Well, we are we are on episode. We're halfway through this season. We're probably over halfway. Yeah, we are because we're episode nine. Yeah, we're wrong. over halfway. Yeah. yeah. So I I assume there are like fifteen, sixteen episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll start in like uh, August, September, September probably. All right, everybody. That's the show. Come see us this summer because summer should be fun. And until then, we call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts? Oh God, I forgot that we do something for this. all the wrong places. Oh, I know this. And yeah, if you need, if you need somebody to uh, go take care of somebody for you. Tell them, Mom. Tell them. I got a mold who's really murderous. You need me to take somebody out? All you have to do is call us. You call us. And say hello to your wife. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.